to the $100 MBA show. If this podcast was a heavyweight boxer, it would be Mike Tyson because it packs a serious punch and it's all over within 10 minutes with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today's episode is a guest teacher episode where we bring on an expert to teach you a lesson in their area of expertise. Today's guest teacher is Matthew Kimberly. And he's going to teach you two daily activities for a better business. He's going to share with you two daily activities, two routines he does every single day that helps his business and his life, makes things a whole lot easier. I'm so excited to share this lesson with you because it's so practical. And Matthew is a great teacher. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by Braintree. If you're working on a mobile app and searching for a simple payment solution, check out Braintree. With one simple integration, you can offer your customers every way to pay, period. To learn more and for your first $50,000 in transactions completely fee-free, go to braintreepayments.com slash MBA. That's braintreepayments.com slash MBA. Today's guest teacher, Matthew Kimberly, is the head of the Book Yourself Solid School of Coach Training and is the author of the self-help classic, How to Get a Grip. Many people also know that Matthew Kimberly is Michael Port's business partner and is kind of the -the behind-the-scenes guy that makes it all happen. He was also one of our rock star speakers at Webinar Ninja Live this past weekend. But on a personal level, I've gotten to know Matthew as a friend over the past year or so. And I'm proud to say he's one of my favorite Brits. And I mean that affectionately because Matthew's a really great salesperson, but he didn't get there overnight. His daily routines and what he did on a daily basis really helped him get to where he is today. And in today's lesson, he's going to share with you two of those daily routines, things that he does every single day to make sure that he gets better in his business and is more successful in what he does. I'm going to let Matthew Kimberly take it away now. But I'll be back with my own takeaways from his lesson and my own insights. Take it away, Matthew. Hi there, I'm Matthew Kimberly, and thank you for being with me today. Today, I'm going to share with you two daily activities that you should practice that will make getting absolutely anything you want in business and life much easier. Do you want to speak at the next conference that you've been angling to get on for years and years? This technique will make it easier. Do you want to be featured in Forbes magazine or Inc. magazine? This technique will make it much easier. Do you want to get invited to all the best parties? Do you want to be invited to eat at the Ritz? This technique will make it much easier. Do you want to be introduced to lots of joint venture partners? Do you want to get the opportunity to co-host webinars or appear on people's YouTube channels? Do you want to speak on stage? Do you want people talking about you? This technique will make it much easier. This technique is the alternative to having a rich daddy. You know, we sometimes look at people and we say, well, yes, of course she's got all those opportunities, but do you know who her daddy is? She was born with a silver spoon in her mouth. We're going to create a network of rich daddies for you using these two techniques who will help you get the leg up. You know, life isn't fair. It is often about who you know and what they can do for you. And there's no shame to be had in calling in favors if it helps you get places a little bit more quickly. But we don't really know where to begin. Or we say, well, I don't know anybody who's influential, and I don't know anybody who can get me a seat at the Ritz, and I don't know anybody who can get me on the stage. So we're going to come to that in a second. But what you do have at your disposal today for your business is the list of people who you do know. And some of those people can get you opportunities for your business 
that you would spend longer and work harder at getting on your own. Let's take a very simple prosaic example. There's somebody in your network who can get you a speaking gig at the next networking event at your local library. Now, admittedly, there are only 20 people who go there, but if you were to call the organizer cold and say, hey, I would like to come and speak at your networking event, they might make it difficult for you. Good news is one of your friends belongs to that networking event and they'll be happy to make that introduction. All you need to do is ask. But we've got a problem. You haven't really spoken to that friend for the last nine or ten months. You don't really think it would be appropriate to just call up and ask for a favor. You'd be like one of those awful friends that only calls when you need something, right? So this strategy that I'm about to share with you now, which is taken straight from my business partner, Michael Port's book, Book Yourself Solid, is how you keep your existing relationships warm so that people are tripping over themselves to help you when you need a leg up, when you need an introduction. And these are the people who you know. I'd like you to draw up a list of 90 of the most important people in your network. And we're going to call that, imaginatively, the network of 90 90 of the most important people in your network. Now, they might be relatively important. And listen, there might only be 12 of them and not 90 at this stage. Let's not get hung up on the numbers. Take a piece of paper or an Excel spreadsheet or anything similar and write down the names of those people. Bob is number one. Charlie is number two. Deborah is number three. Edgar is number four. And so on until you've listed all 90. Now, what I would like you to do every single morning when you wake up is take a look at that piece of paper. And look at the three names at the top of the list. You're going to contact the three people at the top of the list, and you're going to make an effort to keep your relationship warm. Because you're contacting three people a day, and you're cycling or circling through a list of 90, you're going to reach out to every person at least once a month. Wow, you say. Seems incredibly straightforward, but what on earth am I going to say to people once a month? At the moment, the cadence or the rhythm with which I keep in touch with my friends is more like once every birthday, if I remember. So here are three things that you should share with those three people that you contact who are already in your network every day. The first thing you can share is your knowledge. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to write to them and say, hey, did you know that Managua is the capital of Nicaragua? Because they will say, well, thank you, but that's weird. You're instead going to share knowledge in the form of a newspaper article or a blog post or a fact that you have recently discovered that is relevant to them. I read this article on scuba diving, Bob. I know that you're interested in scuba diving, so I thought it would share it with you. By the way, how are you? Would you like to have a coffee soon? That'll take two minutes. I suggest you keep a stock of articles for sharing, and bear in mind you can share one article with more than one person at the same time. You're probably already doing this today on Facebook. It's just a matter of doing it in a more personalized manner. The second thing that you can share is your compassion. And this one's super simple. This one is, hey, how are you? I was just thinking of you. Do you want to grab a coffee? Do you want to grab five minutes on the phone? How's the family? Ask a small question. That tends to incite a conversation. You can also send birthday cards, notes of congratulations, notes of commiserations. You can offer to take them out for a cup of tea or congratulate them on the recent press that they had or the launch that they were behind or the business success that they've enjoyed. It's not a bad idea to keep a calendar full of your networks, key dates, and accomplishments. Most CRM systems will allow you to do this. Here's a birthday reminder, here's an anniversary reminder, here's an important date reminder. If your CRM doesn't have one or you don't use a CRM, you can always put these in your regular calendar. 
And the third thing that you can share is your network. Sharing your network means introducing one person to another. It's as simple as that. Now, it's a bit more difficult to do this on a daily basis. So what I recommend is every time you meet somebody new, or in fact any time you meet anybody full stop, you ask yourself this question. Who could I introduce this person to who is relevant and who would be mutually beneficial? Um, so that both people, sorry, would be mutually beneficial to each other. And then you facilitate that introduction. And if you're stuck, ask them. Who could I introduce you to? What kind of people would you like to meet? And they'll tell you. And this had the added benefit of you becoming the hub at the center of your relationships. You've got 90 people, and eventually, if you introduce all of them to each other for one reason or another, they will have you in common. When they have you in common, what will they talk about? When they meet, they'll talk about you. There are a couple of people out there who do this phenomenally well. If you can become a connector, then people will be tripping over themselves to help you. If you're seen as somebody who knows a lot of people, there'll be more people who want to know you. And that's what we do every day. We take the top three names, we share our knowledge, saw this and thought of you. We share our compassion. How are you? And we share our network. Here's an introduction to somebody else. You cycle through your 90 people every month, maybe 120, maybe 240, maybe uh, 327. It's entirely up to you. And by the way, there's software that can help you with this. But then we've got the list of people that we don't yet know that we should know. The people who, you know, I say if, you, if you're not currently being invited to eat at the Ritz, it's probably because you don't know people who eat at the Ritz. So we're going to draw up a list of 20 people who can metaphorically invite us to eat at the Ritz. These are people who can get us on stages that we want to speak at. These are people who are perhaps editors of magazines that we want to write for. These are joint venture or affiliate managers for people that we want to JV or affiliate with. These are superstars or not so superstars. You know, it might be the local librarian. If you want to speak at the local library but you don't know the local librarian, put the local librarian on your direct outreach list of 20. So find 20 names of people that you want to contact. And then find a way to get to know them. Now, if it's the local librarian, you can walk up to them, shake their hand, introduce yourself, and then offer to get them a coffee. And over the coffee, you can say, so listen, one of the things that I like to do is present to groups of people. Would I be able to do that in your library? And they'll say yes. And you can take the librarian off your direct outreach list of 20 and put them into your network of 90, which will then become a network of 91, of course. But there'll be other people who are trickier. Your celebrities, your gurus, your teachers, the authors, the editors. Typically, the more in-demand people are, the more gatekeepers there are in place. It's not quite so easy to get in touch with people who are achieving uh, enormous amounts of success because there are more demands made on their time. They put secretaries in place, they have help desks, perhaps they don't read their own emails. But don't worry about that. If they're a blogger, you can leave a few comments on their blog. If they are a writer or an author, you can drop them an email and maybe they'll get it and maybe they won't. If they're a speaker... Go and hear them speak, sit near the front. Go and introduce yourself afterwards. If there's something that you can do for these people, do it for them. One strategy for getting to know these influencers that is often overlooked is paying for access. If you want to get to know a teacher in the internet marketing world and they have a membership program that they facilitate and they belong to, join the program. Go to the conference that they're organizing. Buy a ticket to their interactive event. Get them used to seeing your name. Keep persisting until they take out a restraining order. I'm only half joking. But the kind of cadence that we're looking for here is every day you come in and you look at your network of 90 and you contact the first three people. And you look at your direct outreach list of 20 and perhaps you contact the first one or two names on that list. And when you've contacted the first three people on your list of 90, put them to the bottom of the list. And when you've contacted the first one or two people on your direct outreach list of 20, put them to the bottom of that list. And when you come into work the next morning, you'll look at the names at the top of the list. There'll be new names and you repeat it with them. And before you know it, your existing relationships will be revitalized. 
Your friends will have a new appreciation of you, and you'll be rapidly adding new friends and contacts to your network. And before you ask them for all of the opportunities that you want, the stages that you want to speak on, the restaurants that you want to be invited to, ask yourself what can you give them. Give them introductions, give them your time, give them your compassion, give them your energy. And one day, that giving will be returned to you. Thanks for listening. I've been Matthew Kimberly. As entrepreneurs, we know that time is one of the most valuable commodities we have. It's the reason why we make sure that each episode of The $100 MBA Show is short. We know you have a ton on your plate and you are always on the go. And FreshBooks, our friend and sponsor of today's episode, couldn't agree more. In fact, saving time is one of the main reasons small business owners love them so much. If the thought of finding time for formatting and sending invoices, tracking your tasks, and managing expenses makes you cringe, then you need some FreshBooks in your life. With FreshBooks, small business owners spend way less time on paperwork and end up getting paid an average of five days faster. Five days faster! That's amazing! Plus, it's super intuitive to use. You'll be creating and sending invoices in minutes, watching your expenses practically organize themselves, and probably wondering why you didn't start sooner. Try FreshBooks for free for 30 days, and you'll find out why 97% of customers highly recommend FreshBooks. Just go to freshbooks.com slash MBA and enter the $100 MBA show in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, try FreshBooks for free for 30 days at freshbooks.com slash MBA. There's a couple of takeaways I want to highlight from Matthew's lesson. Number one, the simplicity of the daily task. With the example where he talks about reaching out to three different people on your list every single day, keeping the relationship warm, asking how they're doing, asking how you can help them out, asking how you can add value. That's such a simple task. Anybody could do that. Anybody can email three people. It takes maybe less than 15 minutes to do that. But the secret in that actual advice is the consistency. Because like he said, three people every single day becomes 90 people a month. That means you're in touch with 90 people at least once a month. You better believe that you'll be in mind when people are looking to collaborate. The hardest part about what Matthew's talking about is actually following through. Funny thing is about simple daily tasks is that even though they're simple as a standalone task, the challenge is doing them consistently. So you want to tie that daily task with something that you do no matter what. I often give the example of Nicole and I reading 30 minutes every morning, and we do that during breakfast. No matter where I am, if I'm traveling, if I'm at home, if I'm on my way on business, if I'm on vacation, I'm going to have breakfast. So when I tie that task with breakfast, I know for sure it's going to happen. So if you tie this task with something you know for sure you do every single day, it will stay consistent, whether that's drinking your cup of coffee, or maybe you listen to something every morning, and you can do that while you're listening to whatever you listen to every morning. <laughs> The point is that the consistency of that task is where the magic lies. You're not going to feel the effects after a few days. You'll feel the effects maybe within a month or two. I just want to add a little piece of advice when it comes to this. You're going to be sending a lot of emails. You're going to be sending 90 emails a month. You're going to get some replies. So you want to make sure you allocate the time during the day or during the week where you're going to reply to these emails. Don't keep your email open because it's a distraction. Allocate time during the day, whether that's 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, to just read emails, reply to them. Touch it once, like I always say. Don't open email unless you know you have time to reply to it. So just a quick reminder about that. Now that you're going to be sending out all these emails, getting in touch with people, getting to know them, having conversations, you want to make sure that you allocate the right time for it and that you're not always jumping in and out of email. All right, guys, that wraps up today's episode. I want to thank Matthew Kimberly for that amazing lesson. If you want to thank Matthew, let him know on Twitter that you love the lesson. His handle at Twitter is MJKimberly. That's M-J-K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y. 
Give him a shout out and let him know why you loved his episode so much. And while you're at it, if you have two minutes, show us some love on iTunes. If you're listening on your iPhone or iPad, just click on the cover art. You'll see a link that says give us a rating and review. By giving us a rating and review, you help other listeners find us and they get to know why they should listen to the show. And remember, everybody who leaves us an iTunes rating and review enters our weekly random draw to win a free ride, a lifetime membership to the $100 MBA training and community every single Friday. All right, guys, until tomorrow, I want to leave you with this. The reason why we handpick these guest teachers to come on the show is because they've proven to us, Nicole and I, that they are an expert at what they talk about. And when it comes to Matthew Kimberly, the guy's network is huge. He knows what he's talking about, so take what he says and implement it, and you'll see results. In fact, a lot of people got to know Michael Port, the New York Times bestseller, through Matthew Kimberly. I actually knew Matthew Kimberly before Michael Port because his network is so huge. I've heard about him. We became friends, and then I was like, oh, you work with Michael Port? He's like, yeah, we're business partners. It's like, okay, so this guy really makes an effort to make sure he knows the people around him. So his techniques, his advice works. So keep this in mind when you're listening to these guest teachers in their guest lessons. All right, guys, I hope that helps. And I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.